program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of Sengents, Glamour Connection, Van Garrett Media, their respective management, contractors, or employees. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media. Welcome to the Share Your Hotness podcast. Share your hotness. Now, here's your host, Lita Green. Hello, and welcome to Share Your Hotness podcast with Lita Green and my guest, Jennifer Lucas Gibbs. Hello. Okay, so you all can laugh with us. We sit down because she's actually in the house. In the house. In the house, right there. And oh, my mic just fell across me and got all personal because it's a guy, because his name Mike. And I'm like, excuse oh. me, personal boundaries. Because I wanted to make sure it was leaning over to Jennifer so she can. Every girl needs a good manservant. So you right. got Mike. Yeah, I've got my, <laughs> it's girl jokes. Okay, yes. so um, I sit down and Jennifer has, because you can't see her, she's got curly hair and it's just lovely and it looks so good and then i was like my hair it's it's good i I don't think i have my a game on today but every single time i've ever represented i wouldn't wouldn't it's not my a game and there is this like you know little thing that we have right here and nobody can tell so everyone's like why are you talking about your hair because that's (laughs) what girls do now jen and i met at 40 over 40 yes and it was the amazing photographer emily drew who's actually like hitting international awards and I she is incredible whoa I have my picture taken by her no big deal yeah and we we um were referred or submitted to you know to to do Uh this it was like women that are gorgeous (laughs) no that's not why we were selected like making well maybe it was I'm not not gonna reject that (laughs) yeah because we're all beautiful no um but it was you know showcasing the true beauty it was the powerful story. women yeah. and you know our story and how we look and embrace that we are aging. Right. You know, some people call it that. So I walked in and I don't remember, but I was a little, I was signing something that I had to take care of for like the swag bags. Okay. And you came over and were like helping me. And we had just met. Do you remember this? I'm I'm just remembering other fabulous aspects of the night, but I remember you were very busy doing a lot of important things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lots of important things. Yes. But anyway, you came over, were like helping me and chatting with me. And I was just, I love her. I love her. Just your whole, who you were. And then when I said, I want to have you on the podcast, you were like, well, I want to come in person. Cause there's like a different energy with that. And I was like, there I is. love that. That's how you feel about it. And we're kind of in each other's backyard. I mean, it, it was a drive to get here, but it's like, you can't always do that. So it's no. And yeah, I mean, there, I don't know if you all heard, but there was this virus going around. You couldn't be in person. Oh my gosh. I think I saw and, something about that. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. Um, yeah, we're being sarcastic. <laughs> and, um, my daughter said to me, she's the only person I, I'm the only person she knows that actually enjoyed it and, but not long-term. But I did, and I just am very happy in my own self, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I wouldn't have. I did not love not being able to be with people. So I'm glad that she thinks I enjoyed it. But I just think I'm really good handling. Well, it's good to find. It's good to find the gift in whatever the situation. But it is wonderful to be in physical proximity with. Yes. The people. And we need people. We need mm, people. Yes. Okay. So in addition to being a business coach. Tell me a little bit more about the coaching angle that you do. Cause I've seen some lives that you put up and uh-huh. half the time I'm watching a live it's on silent. I apologize. Oh, Hey, I, I like that. You'll hang in for a minute on silent because I'm doing something interesting. If yeah, you're and it's, always, <laughs> it's worth, it's worth watching on silent, <laughs> not just for her hair. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you, thank but you. you're just fun and you have lots of energy and all of that. So just give them a, like a little bit more about what it is specifically that you do. Cause I feel like business coach is one of those, like, well, I, I do love the business coaching side and I have all kinds of, I can't shut my brain off. If somebody's like, Hey, I do this in my business. I'm like, Oh, well, have you tried this and this? And so it just naturally comes the business up to me, but really what I'm passionate about is helping women feel beautiful inside and out and really getting the confidence to be that 
bold, audacious, blissful bombshell that they really, really That's are. That's right, because I was a guest speaker on a big thing you did. You did? Before yeah. we met in person. Yep. Yes, and yes. Okay, sorry. You were on a, I did a summit, standout entrepreneur, and right. tail end of 2020. And that was very business focused and supportive to female entrepreneurs. And, and since that time, even though I'm, I really do well with the business space and I help a lot of people there, I'm like, I just really want, like, I really like myself when I look in the mirror and I want that to be contagious. I want more women to walk by the mirror and just stun themselves and like stop them dead in their tracks because they're like, who is this beautiful person in my mirror? And I want them to see it. Yes. Yes. I'm like, preach it sister. But that's so funny because it goes back to what we were saying about how we need people. Yeah. That I didn't really get a pick up on your energy in a way that imprinted in my soul oh, until, until we were in person, person. Yeah. even though, you know, I'd been referred to be on your, yeah, we had a mutual friend and then right. you joined me for that, which was awesome. Which again, another virtual speech, ah. <laughs> <laughs> not your favorite, but still very valuable. And no, very valuable. And I'm, and I had, when you first came, I was just saying, I appreciate you being here because, you know, virtual is not my favorite. And yeah. yet here I have a podcast because we do want to get the ideas. out. I mean, that's yes. what you said is it's better than not. And yep. the, um, when my book came out and there was this woman, my first book that messaged me from a state that in a town that I had just driven through, I never really spent time there. Okay. Right. So let's just say in theory, if I hadn't been there, I might not have gone there. Right. Right. And she's in this little, little town. Would I have ever driven to her town or her driving to my town to have a six hour conversation? Probably not not. ever going to happen. Right. And my book, she said it changed her life. And that's what I was like. So that's your six hour conversation with someone you would have never crossed. And I'm like, so, okay. So, you know, books, speeches, podcasts, you know, putting out our information out there. And what's fun about what you're saying is because you know, as a makeup artist, I obviously have a lot of opinions and my first book has a lot about the outside matching, but really the inside enhancing the outside. And there is no competition because there are people who need to hear it from you and there are people who need to hear it from me and there are people who need to hear it from both. And yet the ability to love ourselves, how infinite a need that we need to work on that. It's, there's always a next level. My, my company is infinite step because there, it doesn't matter how much you master. Once you get that down, then you're, then you can see the next and then you're hungry for that. So there's, there's always another. I love this because the concept is always put out there that we've arrived. I, I don't love that idea because then everyone feels like they fall short. You know what else? It'll sound counterintuitive, but your full potential being your full potential as great as that sounds and as awesome as it is to know that you have all of this inside yet to discover and explore, people walk around feeling like a failure all the time because they're like, I know I could be doing more. I know I'm not hitting my potential and it becomes this heavy weight yes. and it doesn't have to be. It's oh, a gift. Okay. Let, we're diving into this. Okay. I love this it. because I, you know, we all have inside of us that fear from our childhood, from society, whatever, that we're not enough. Mm-hmm. And so of course people promise us the thing that they're going to sell us that will fill that hole of that. You're not enough and phrases like your full potential or achieved can be very triggering to the reality that that person we're watching on social media. Like when you wake up, you said you've mastered the twisty butt. <laughs> I have. So your hair is pretty quick. It, it can be depending, you know, depending on what level of hair I want to present to the world right. that day, but, but yeah, this, I can run to the gym perfect with little a curl right here. Oh, that, that was See, not, I'm, I'm touching seconds. it. Cause we're, <laughs> cause we're in person. <laughs> we can. You can touch my hair. Oh, okay. There oh, you go. It's very, yeah. very soft. Okay. It's soft. Everyone else is sad. You can come up to us and touch, touch, <laughs> touch the back of our hair. Okay. Um, so if you were to say, oh, let's just say you said it like this. You're like, oh, I just wake up this way, which we hear women say. And then you can look and you'll be like, well, they did that little curl. You didn't say that. I want to be really clear. Right. But I did actually. But women say that all the time. Like, oh, I just. Well, you okay. Know, and this is just me running, running. You know, I, I look like a hot mess. And you're like, you look freaking adorable. 
<laughs> so, so I have naturally curly hair since uh, you can't see me right now. And so if I put a lot of product in it, I can sleep in my hair and I wake up and I just, I just like bend over and fluff my hair. I just run my hands all through it. And then I stand up and I spray and we're good to go. And I really did wake up like that. Right. But the trade-off is I can't brush my hair until Thursday. <laughs> so, so that's my compromise. Right. And sometimes I but envy girls that can brush their hair. Making it the simple concept of full potential just of your hair. I'm just simplifying. Oh, oh, I'm going see. there. See where I'm, I'm okay. like taking it to like step one. Yeah. If you were going to go on stage, you would put some effort into your hair. Indeed. Right. So when we had those fantastic photographs, somebody spent 45 minutes. Way longer than I usually do. Right. Yeah. So it's almost false advertising to every day. It, it really <laughs> is. And as long as you know that the pictures you're seeing on social are false advertising, then you don't have to worry about your potential matching up right. every random day of the week. And everyone's heard this comparison is the joy, but we tend as humans to compare ourselves. So I do not have natural curly hair but I want natural curly hair. You have a right. wave. I have a wave. And if yeah. I, I put it up in this clump thing, but what I have to do to have this hair, I put it up and I let it dry for a day to a day and a half up in what I call the clump. I've not come up with a, a cuter <laughs> phrase for that, but people all the time will say to me, oh, I wish I had natural curly hair. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. you missed the clump, right? Yeah. And you so I could, and I could look at you and go, Cause I could tell you had natural curly hair. Right. And I could be like, Oh, I wish I was like Jennifer and had natural curly hair, but I can achieve the appearance of natural curly hair with some effort. You Did can, you? but just be Lita. Right. But do you see what I'm saying? Yes. See what I'm saying yes. Is that sometimes we need to look to a mentor, to a coach, to people to admire what they've achieved and to put the work in the clump yeah. to get there. What you don't see. Right. But nobody is where they are without either a natural gift or effort. And natural gifts always to be enhanced to AKA full potential status with work and effort. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And that's why I always hate it when people are like, and this happens a lot in direct sales, we're like, oh, I just like, it just like happened. <laughs> okay. Can I want to, <laughs> I want to like break this out because I, I really believe I, I teach a threefold philosophy to achievement and it is mindset, skill set, body set. Boom. Did I set that up for you or you what? Say, and thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for here that. To, here to serve. Oh man. <laughs> okay. So you have to have all three components. If you want something in your life to change, you have to have the mindset first. You have to believe that it's possible mm -hmm. and that it's possible for you. And, um, you can, there's all, I go deep on this when I, when I teach, but you, your vision boards and your affirmations and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Have that. Then you need a skill set <laughs> because if you think super positive, but you have no idea what you're doing, it's, it's not going to go well. Yes. Well, you and need, then I had this girl that I was working with at one point and she goes, actually, I don't have to show up for X, Y, and Z because I had a dream that a tsunami of money was coming at me. And I'm like, do you think that maybe showing up for X, Y, and Z business agreement would help that tsunami get a trickle to start? Right. But she just had this amazing mindset, right? Which is that good. everything was going to happen, but was not yes. actually willing to put learning the skills in. I I did private support coaching for some some large influencers' names you would know. For, for a period of time, I've been on over 1100 personal coaching consultations Ooh. and, and yeah. I've seen a lot of things and I've seen a lot of people calling in to say, I'm having trouble manifesting. I have my vision board. I'm doing my affirmations. I just can't manifest. And they'll explain the thing. And I'm like, you, that's a fabulous first step. Let's definitely address the mindset. And, and well, let's talk about what it looks like if you're missing one of those components, but that's just the first one. Right. So do that. Then you have to learn what, what the skill set skill do I lack? And it's okay to lack a skill. We're all here to learn. And so if you had all the skills you need to just do the things that bring you everything you want, you'd already have them. So by <laughs> definition, if you have a goal that you do not yet have, then you lack a skill. So let's figure it out. Let's it's okay we lack something. And, and so we're human. Great. Right. What do we need but to get? Society says, if you're going to be a professional, AKA charging for what you do, 
then you can't ask for help. Oh goodness. Right. Now you still have to share your third one. Right. You know, but (laughs) it just, it's so funny to me because they'll be like, I'm the professional. And I'm like, okay. One of the things I did when I was full-time in real estate and building out a team and really running a kicking business there, one of the favorite things that I felt built authority with clients was when someone would ask me a question, I didn't know the answer. Instead of trying to pretend like I know it, I would say, I'm very resourceful. I don't know that, but give me 24 hours and I'll find the answer. I have connections and I know how to get the info we need. And I love that confidence of I'm very resourceful. Of course. I will find the answer. Yes. And then you gave it a timeline of building trust. Yes. 24 hours. I'll get back with you. I love that. But it's really sad when I hear people say, oh, I know all the things or versions (laughs) of this. And you're just like, are you Gandhi? Yes. (laughs) How do you know what I think starts with the G as well? Are you God? Well, you know, know, it's like, wow, you really put yourself, that's a really high level of expectation that you put on yourself. Yeah. And I I think that's part of where imposter syndrome comes from, Mm because if you feel like you have to know all the things, but really, you know that you don't because you can't, life's not, you can't, you can't lie to yourself long enough to learn all the things. I mean, maybe only sociopaths can lie to themselves, but you know, most of us, there's that. I don't know about that, but yeah, usually. Yeah. So it's just so a what was the third thing we've got. Mindset, so mindset, skill set, body set. And this is mm. a, this is a term I, I coined, I have a modeling background and a fitness background. And so I really, there's so many correlations between body and mind, like literally physical workout techniques that apply straight over to mindset. So I love mm-hmm. highlighting that. But yeah, so you have to, you have to mindset, believe you can skill set, know what to do. But then a lot of people stop there because the skill set part is the funnest, easiest, least threatening way to go. Let's right. read books all day. Let's buy another course. Let's go to a <laughs> seminar. It's awesome. And the people, the energy Let's is so to great. Yes. Yeah. And do that. Do that. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not obviously knocking all right. of it. Well, it's but, all the pieces of the whole, but the thing is the body set and just tell me here doing the thing, doing it. But also if we, this is the vessel that moves us forward. Yes. Right. This is what we carry through with us. And so if you're not eating right, you know, we both have our water here. I'm so annoying with my kids because anytime <laughs> they have, if they're not feeling well, my husband's solution is workout. My solution is drink water. And the truth is you need both. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Right. But if you are not taking care of you, if you're working too much, not having your downtime, not having physical help, doesn't matter how much skills you have, you're sitting in a bed. And that does not help you get your goals for the most part. Right. Most goals are not having, having been bedridden more than oh, once in my man. life. Um, I have a degenerative hip and then I've you know, had some health stuff that had pro- cropped up. It's funny that when you do have skills mm-hmm. and you have your mindset and you have a business, you can still make money mm-hmm. from bed. And I, you know, yes. you can still do that. It's a beautiful time because life's going to happen. Um, you know, different things will happen, but, but I would say this still fits the mindset, skill set, body set, because even if you're laying in bed, your fingers are doing something, right? You're taking physical action to move towards your goals. But you're that talking counts. about making sure your body is in line with all of your purpose, right? Well, that could be a grander way of saying it. I'm just saying you got to believe it. And you got to know what to do. And then you got to do it. Implement. You got to do Implement. it. And, and, and that's the scary thing. That's where there's ego. That's where you could be embarrassed. I, I work with people all the time um, that it would benefit their business to go live on social media and they're quaking in their boots. And, and it's, but that's the piece that's going to connect it all. Right. And so you have to do the scary thing with your body. It's really not that scary. It's kind of like taxes are really not that bad. If you just sit down and get in your books and do the thing, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I like this because, um, before you can hire the tax person, you have to have the business that makes money to be able to afford to hire the person. Yeah. And, um, you know, keep going. I read a post the other day. Um, can't remember who it was by. It was so good, but she basically was like, I was all this money in debt because I kept paying the next guru. Instead of just doing what I knew to do. And then one day she's like, that's it. I'm not hiring anyone else until I've actually done the things I know to do. And then had crazy success. Yeah. Paying off her debt and paying her team and keeping her obligations because she just stopped waiting for the next thing. 
Well, and part of that is believing I, I can do it with what I have, mm-hmm. which it goes back to the mindset. Cause if you do just the mindset and the skill set, but don't do, then it doesn't happen. But if you just do uh, mindset and action without skills, that doesn't work either. Right. And you can't just do massive action and skills with no mindset. Like it's really parts of the mm-hmm. whole. It really cycles. And but people are always selling that idea that you need something outside of you when really a good coach is guiding what's inside of you to come out and to have that more confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And part of it is when I teach on confidence, it's like you, the root of confidence is I, I grew up in Italy for a few years. So I speak a little bit of Latin, a little bit of Italian. We're going to go back to that, aren't we? I I bet we will. Okay. (laughs) I feel all of a sudden. I'm like, um, that's, that's fun. Oh, yes. Yes. It was fun. But, but the root, uh, so for confidence, the root in Italian is con fede with faith is what it means. So confidence is having faith in yourself. Yep. 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 And what I think happens so often is we're really good at making promises to others and following through on our obligations. And we're not so trustworthy with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why people take a hit in confidence. I don't know if she's going to do it. She said she would do it. I don't know if she's going to do it. She being me. Right, right, right. right. So I always say you can't fake your way around self-respect or confidence, (laughs) right? You cannot, you can fool a lot of people. Well, I, uh, your body tattles on you though. You can talk a big game, but your energy tells your story. Your little, take your little, your cheek is going to like blink or something, you know, (laughs) something's going to, so I have (laughs) this fascinating friend who I can't out by name for this story. Okay. And she actually has a a spiritual gift where she can look at people. And as they're talking, she can see their level of, for lack of a better word, integrity. So if they believe they're telling the truth. Interesting. Right. So I've heard some people call it a BS filter. (laughs) No, like she can just see it. Like 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 visually, like visually can see it. And she's not at all woo woo. Not, you know, like she doesn't, you know, I mean, nothing against woo woo. Cause there's, sure. there's, there's truth in that too. Right. I mean, she's very, what you would look at as just a very traditional person and yet she can see that. And so when she told me this, she was like, by the way, I'm telling you this because there's some people around you. Oh, and I was like, okay. And I felt like, like the, the impact warned. of the truth. Yeah. yeah. Totally warned. And, um, within a week, one of these people revealed themselves to be mm. trying to take advantage of me. Shoot. And the other one, it took me a little bit longer because I love the people involved there. You, know, you want to think the best in people. Right. But it was sure. kind of like, whoa, that's crazy. And so another time I actually invited her over. <laughs> like, Can you tell me? Let's, what have I- a, let's have a tea party. I'll invite all my closest friends. And then afterwards you can give me the rundown. Yeah. And, um, but this really reinforced this belief how we can't, we can fool other people, but our, for this friend, for you're talking about the little visual ticks, mm-hmm. that lie manifests, It does. right? And different people have different gifts. You know, I, because I did a lot of phone consultations, I'm very tuned into where people hesitate where they don't say something, where they speed too fast through something. And, and yeah, all of these things in addition to tone and, you know, maybe body language, if you can see people on zoom, it's great now because to be able to see people, you coach as well. Yeah. But, but even if you can't there, you, you can just feel right. You can just feel it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's wonderful to have those kinds of skills because you're able to, uh, you know, filter who you hang with. Right. Well, there's that. You know? And then you also can really get to the bottom of what, what people are dealing with. That's hanging them up because oftentimes mm. they don't, they're not even aware. Ooh. Okay. So little confession it says coach on my bio. Right. Okay. But I, I am, I'm not a good coach. Like, you know, you're like, wait, what my, are you doing this? Perplexed face. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I get really frustrated when people just don't do what they're going to do. Like what I, okay. you know, I tell you to go do something. You don't do it. I'm like, I don't. Why did you hire me? If you're not going to do that, you're wasting right? my time. Yeah. You're wasting your yeah. time. 
And I'm somebody who will tell you, no, I won't do that. You know, no, I, I will not commit to that. You know, yeah. I, I will be that honest. I will just, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. I'll take you to the next level. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not interested. I don't want to do it. Right. I'll do that. And so to me, if somebody says I'm going to do something, they should, they should do it. Well, and that's how I operate. If it's in my calendar, it exists. I appreciated that you, you had someone on your staff send me a reminder and everything. And I'm like, Oh no, it's in my books. I'll be there. <laughs> right. I, that's, that's how I operate, but not everybody has built themselves that capacity. Right. And where it's important to show up as a coach is when, when you have an intention and you're trying to do the thing and then you can't figure out why you're not. But doing this it. is what is so cool about what you said and why I did my little outing. Okay. Uh-huh. Is I put coach in the bio because if somebody wants, there's particular things that I can teach you on but I'm not going to meet with you every week. I'm not going to meet with you twice a month. I'm going to meet with you one time and you go run with it. And so I end up referring a lot of people to other coaches because I'm not good at sitting there with you. (laughs) And I'm also not good at, that is not my spiritual gift to figure out why you're not showing up the way you are. And you are sharing that you are good at that. That is a gift you have that you can see that in people. And I'm just like, why, why, why? I mean, this is so bad that I'd be like, well, my daughter, no, you're what impatient you for their success. And <laughs> no, I don't call I, that a virtue. Um, well, it, but it has a different, it, um, a different place. And part of being awesome is knowing where you're good at showing up. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is why I have my team. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm showing up on my podcast day as a podcaster. Right. And then yes, I have my are. makeup day. I'm showing up and then my speaking day. Right. I have these different categorized days. And, but reminding someone to do something is going to drive me nuts. So I have an assistant who does that. Yes. Right. There is strength in that. Absolutely. But in the beginning of my business, I had to do all of the thing, which I only did one thing. And then I added other things on my business as I was able to hire people. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Oh yeah. But I just think it's so valuable that you as a coach can see that in other people. It's, you can see it's obvious to me. And the hardest thing is framing it in a way so that it becomes obvious to them. One of my favorite phrases to use when I'm working with someone one-on-one is we'll be going through and, and I'm able to tune into them and ask questions that are valuable and directing a certain way. But my favorite thing to say is, did you hear what you just said? Because they know their own answers. Oh, oh, I love that because you're pointing them to their inner guru. Yes. Because I yes. have a whole entire thing about you know, every, all the answers are inside of us. Mm. So I'm loving this because you said that, did you hear what you just said? That's pointing them back to their inner guru, which is further empowerment, which is the good coach. Right. I feel, um, I almost hired a a coach, um, years ago and, you know, she said all the things and now I know, cause it was on kind of the beginning of my career. And now I know she's doing what, you know, putting people in state, you know, you're two days in a room, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, then she said, you know, if you're just not ready for it, then you're just not ready for it. And kind of like took it away. Right. Okay. And I don't want to spend too much on the manipulation of what she did, but there was just this moment because following what I call God and the spirit is so key to me that I, every decision I will check in. Does that feel like something God would want? Right. Right. And I checked in and was like, eh, 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 eh. and I was like, oh, wait, no. And she just immediately turned on me and showed me her true colors to try to fear lost me. And I was like, thank you. Thank you for saving me this $10,000 because I had the money yeah, um, to, to do it. And my husband was like, yeah, sure. If you want to go for it, you know, like there was no yeah. obstacle except checking into my inner voice. And so ever since then, it's been like, when I hear people been like, I have all the answers. I'm like, okay, no one has all the answers all the time, even for themselves. Like this can be even applied to diet. You know, what is the ideal one diet for my blood type, my body type, my age, whatever. Well, that could be different in three weeks. There is, you just have to check in like what you just said. My diet is really important that I have to have brownies. There has to be chocolate. I really, um, I, everyone, almost tons of women in my family have needed antidepressants to be okay. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Mine is chocolate. Like I, like I feel 
for whatever it is, mine isn't as bad or whatever. I just need chocolate on a regular basis. So anyway, anytime somebody says you can't have chocolate, I'm like, you don't understand the mental health aspect of chocolate to me. (laughs) For me, it's dancing. Yeah. For me, it's dancing. I, I, I used to be so bad at dancing. I'm, I'm tall. But I've seen you dance on some of the lives well, and they're so fun. I, Even well, on silent. I, I figured, I figured some things out, but, but uh, if you got on TikTok, I'd watch. Oh man, that's on my to-do list, but whatever. <laughs> and my producer is laughing right now because they told me, and I was like, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> some of those are the best ones to watch. But I was, I joke, I wasn't coordinated till my mid thirties uh-huh. and then I couldn't get myself to just exercise and so I just started going to the only class I felt like doing and which was Zumba was just starting to like, what is this? What uh-huh. is no one? And you I, became a big Zumba instructor. I did at yeah. one point at first for accountability to show up because if I have to unlock the gym and show up and teach, then I will go. <laughs> that was my, that was my accountability factor. Right. But, but when I first told my husband, I'm like, I think I'm going to get certified to teach. I'm just having so much fun in Zumba. And he literally, he touched my arm and he's like, honey you can't dance. And he was being so compassionate. Like he wasn't trying to destroy my dream. He was out of love. He's like, you know, do you ever watch um, like American Idol and like someone should tell them, right. They, this is not their gift. That is a whole (laughs) other thing because they're so shocked when Simon's like, yeah, you're not, you're not good. Yeah. Well, so I I was like, no, honey, I figured it out. And since then I've been on, you know, large stages and hundreds Uh of women and so fun. And I, and I rock it and I have a good time. But for me, that that's part of self-expression. We have another mutual friend that I'm feeling bad. I can't remember her name. I'm seeing her face. Oh, and she said that yoga is the masculine energy and dance is the feminine energy. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of strength and there's a lot of um, freedom in dance and right. moving. And especially if you're into chakras, your, your creation area below your belly button is your, your creation energy center. And, and so many women, I would stand up in the front of the class to teach the dance class. And you always got your front row people just letting loose and confident and just going all over. And then towards the back, people are, they're locked down. Their body doesn't, it's not free to move. And so that became part of why I ended up on this mission to help women unlock themselves because you have, you have hips and they're gorgeous and it doesn't matter what shape and size and how big around and you're curvy and gorgeous and like, let it move around. And that's part of just being in a body that you have. Right. And right. so I, so that's really, we're unlocking people. When we so do I am um, beauty thing. You know, I'm a trained image consultant and mm-hmm. in my confidence workshops, I approach their, you know, certain image things you need to get in line. Mm-hmm. And one of these principles that I'm teaching is the, the eye, meaning the beholder does not mm. care the size of the hourglass, just long as on the feminine form, it sees an hourglass. Yeah. So have you ever seen a Hawaiian woman dance oh, a Polynesian woman beautiful. to be more correct? And I remember as a newlywed, we went to this luau. My son, my husband had been adopted as this lady's son, you know, a Hawaiian oh, lady, Hawaiian lady, right? <laughs> and he, she brought him to all the things and he was honored. And he's like, I don't get it. I don't understand why Aww. she loves me so much. I'm like, I do. But anyway, um, there was this very full figure woman dancing and I was watching my husband watch. And I was like, oh, I'm kind of jealous because it was so beautiful. And What's then, not beautiful is, is rejecting the curves that you have, whatever exactly, level, but what's beautiful is owning it was, you know, probably a size, you know, 20 plus, you know, I don't really look at people and know, right. Right. Larger woman that would be called heavy in Western society. And she did not see it that way. And mm. through dance, she was just it was expressing. just raw, potent beauty and mm. you know, sexuality emanating yeah. from her. And I was like, I love that. I love that. And I want to clap for her right now. I I know, right? (laughs) And as a newlywed, I started noticing, I was comparing myself eh, 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 to all the girls my husband had dated before. And all of them were smaller, petiter. And I started kind of being like, oh no. I mean, like I have the guy, like I've got the guy, like he's married, you know? And I'm being worried that I'm not his type. Because we get so wrapped up in just the body, but there's the mindset, oh. the skill set, 
and, and the body the set. body set okay okay again you have set me up for the perfect segue excellent okay excellent. so i host the see yourself beautiful challenge every month it's a free five-day online challenge and i i walk women through how to see themselves not we're not making over the outside because there's there's beautiful experts like yourself that do that we but talk that about being said it. I'm not the one who changes what you look like. I right. enhance the right. beauty that's there. Yes. That's the kind of makeup artistry I do. Mm, I yes. do not change women. There's there's no need. There's no, because no we're all beautiful. Yes. I just enhance, make the eyes more, da, 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 all those kinds of things. And, and these are skill sets. Right. Remember, we need skill sets, um, especially if you're if you you have a hard time seeing it within yourself, mm -hmm. you know. Let's le level the playing field because probably the pictures you're comparing yourself to, they've got some skill sets like that, mm -hmm. right? Right. So, um, or a really great filter. Yeah. <laughs> a filter is like a thousand skill sets at the touch of a button. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so when in, in this challenge that I do online at seeyourselfbeautiful.com, you, we go through and there, I call them four facets of beauty and most people are only usually aware of the physical beauty aspect and that's where we focus on and that's where all the media and right, right. and and you have like maybe you feel like you don't have much control over your physical beauty as cindy crawford said i wished i looked as good as cindy crawford <laughs> i did not know she said that but yes. i believe it and this was before adobe photoshop yeah. But just as we know from our photo shoot, we were posed in a certain ways yeah. to help complement our bodies to yeah. look better on camera. Yeah. And that also is a skill set that I teach yes. on Bombshell Day. Exactly. Which is the third day. Which is challenge. valuable. But you're sitting there standing in front of your mirror without any posing with your tummy out going, man, why do I look so bad? Oh, gosh. Because you haven't put it together and you haven't stood and posed that way. Give yourself a chance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but that physical beauty, it's just so it's, it's at a split second, a glance, a, a judgment, first impression. Right. And so when people talk about beauty, that that's what they think of, but then there's also energetic beauty. Have mm -hmm. you ever seen someone and, and you're just like, wow, that person, but then you get to know them and they're like, they're yeah, not as cute exactly. as I thought they were. Right. And you start to really, and it's typically and vice the, versa. the poopy words they're saying. Gossip yeah. is a very energetically ugly trait mm -hmm. that will yeah. undermine your physical beauty mm -hmm. because now you've shown people that they are not safe with you. Absolutely. And then also the reverse is true that maybe there's something, you know, she's plain Jane, but you get to know her and it's like, she's incredible. And she's actually really beautiful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that it goes both that ways. That was my dating experience. The guys would be like, you're not actually bad looking. And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> it snuck up on you. <laughs> well, at least it got there better late yeah. than never. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've physical beauty, obvious energetic beauty, spiritual beauty, mm -hmm. which I, I like to remind people that this is outside of your control completely you are valuable, you are infinite, and there's nothing you can do to change it or ruin it. You simply are beautiful and valuable. And if you choose to see your spiritual beauty, that's your free will. Absolutely. But I, I love to Well, the great, there's the big liar, but who I like to call he who is poopy. Okay. The opposite of that's he an, who is I, awesome. Yes. Right. Okay. Good right. Words. And that little pit that people have of, you know, they're not enough. Mm -hmm. these two opposite forces are answering that question and you get to have and say for he who is poopy you know your the painful experiences you have says you can never feel that you know you're damaged you're broken there's no hope there's no redemption there's no right mm -hmm. and he who is awesome you have to be open to it like you said he won't right find. the value but he is a gentleman mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so um there, well, that's that's the fourth facet of beauty that I teach is subjective because mm -hmm. all the rest you 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 can have a bad day and you're in a bad mood and and you cannot look good on the outside but you can still decide that you have value and that you have beauty which is infinite and unchanging and mm -hmm. cannot be taken away but that again is a hard principle to think I'm special yet everyone is special well, and it's a skill set to be able to look in the mirror on any day of the year right. and say, I see the value in me. I see the beauty in me. Yes. You, you, and it's not intuitive and it's much easier 
to to take the things that we've heard from who knows however many voices and comparisons right, right. it that can be an easy default but we get to exercise our free will and look in the mirror and say i choose to see this it's the yeah. i i've literally got a a glass half full of water <laughs> literally in my hands now provided to me well a little bit over half full. a little over so yeah. so i'm yeah. not exaggerating here i'm not <laughs> just being optimistic but but there are people that would argue that it's half empty right mm -hmm. and and you can argue that you're half beautiful or half not beautiful well i like to say i'm a cup runneth over kind of girl mm, yes. right because there's so much outside of the glass which is going back to what you're saying and that you're not talking about your height Right. <laughs> no, but you know, when we're looking at it half full or half empty, that's going back to what you're saying. That's why I say I'm a cup that runneth over is because there's so much more than what I can see. Mm, yes. There's so much more yes. than how much water's in this glass. Yes. Right. The air, the everything, the physical beauty, a cat has is the thing that you can see. It, right. <laughs> you know? Yes. So that's right? beautiful to me. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, there's so much more than just the cup and the water. It's, and we simplify things so much to seeing just the cup or the water and defining ourselves by these kinds of principles. Mm -hmm. And so it's just going back to what you're saying. There's so much more. And in, in this culture, uh, we, we don't prioritize sitting still mm -hmm. and thinking and just being mm -hmm. and, and yet all the things that people search for really are those invisible things. There I, we go. Full I, circle. It goes back to yep. ourselves. Okay. So I have to dig in. Okay. Um, Italy, Italy, Italy. I love it. So it's a great place to spend seventh, eighth and ninth grade. I would highly <laughs> recommend it. Okay. So are we being sarcastic? No, no, I okay. would recommend okay, it. You know, seventh, eighth and ninth grade are typically viewed as the junior high years. They were. And you know, our most awkward phase. And so and why yes. was Italy the great place to spend our awkward years? So um, prequel in in sixth grade, my, my dad was in the Air Force, 26 years service. Thank you for and his service. Yes, I thank I him, thank him often. Yes. Um, and so we traveled around, we had ended up living in an Alabama, which is anti- climactic maybe <laughs> yeah, we're gonna move husband, where my husband was stationed in oklahoma so okay great people great yes. people uh okay. tornadoes yeah tornadoes <laughs> yes uh but at that time because of my background growing up and moving so much i i hadn't made a lot of peer attachments and a lot of long-term friends because mm. You had to be pen pals in those days right and and that just didn't really happen much and so I, I had a lot of insecurities um just wanting to fit in wanting friends and there was a gal that lived next door to me and so she kind of sort of fell into being my friend if she wanted to or not because of proximity <laughs> right right and she decided she wanted to model and so because she was cooler than i was in my mind i'm like well i'll model too and I'm like a couple inches taller, so I'll probably just yeah. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how her modeling career in Alabama went, but pretty soon we got orders to move to Italy and I had the seed planted that I was going to go into modeling. And so, so that's what I did. I was like, well, where's, where's a modeling agency? And I went in and signed myself up. And at that point there was a lot of, you know, like if you want to do something, then you go do it. And there wasn't a lot of resistance. So, right. Cause you didn't put it out on social media and say, you're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so so i did some of that and then i i came back and so so part of the fun in italy was experiencing a very glamorous world i didn't know that milan was a big fashion capital yeah. you know when i was 14 you know and right, right my mom's following around with my uh with her camera and and we're going into big uh venues and shows and they're like oh is that your photographer yeah 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 she's with me and she's yeah. like, I'm not letting my 13 year old daughter run uh, around the lawn by herself. Which is why. Yes. <laughs> and now I'm very grateful. But but yeah, adventures and great food and, and uh, great mom. So supportive. Great mom. Because I wasn't that good of a mom. Oh, my son went never to modeling and I was like, no, not well, till you have a sense of who you are. Yeah, Am I going to let you deal with that kind of. Yeah. Because as a makeup artist, I've been on the other side yeah. of that so much. I did. Um, I steered my kids that way too. I'm like, I yeah. don't think you. Really I want you to have a little bit world. more time. Yeah. So he launched his career at a perfect time, at uh, end of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! And he got a couple of things, you know, All but right. he could still do that later. But I wanted him to have a sense of who he was and could deal with rejection. You know, if mm -hmm. they're looking for an apple and you're an orange. Yeah. You know, back then you wouldn't necessarily see who got the gig and said. 
Yeah, that's true. You know, it's that's a little true. bit different. We, there's so much information now, you know? Yeah. Pick, okay. pick wisely, choose wisely. What so you, you teased that you had, um, Lucas as your middle name. Does yes. it have anything to do with Italy? Uh, no, because that's when you were older, but Lu- yeah, I guess, cause the movie Luca and Lucas, it feels like, a, oh. it feels like an Italian name to me. Oh, well, it, uh, it's not related. No. Okay. Give um, us the, give us this as our, so our capstone story. Here, here is uh, a fun thing. So my mom has a, her name and then a middle name and then her maiden name. But back when she was young, they would ignore your actual first name and call you by your middle name. So that made all kinds of problems for her. So when I was born, she said, I'm going to do my daughter a favor and not give her a middle name. <laughs> so I was Jennifer Lucas. Lucas was my maiden name. Got it. And so, um, so, but then I started realizing everybody else got a middle name and I felt kind of ripped off. Like, why didn't I get one? And she was thinking she was doing me this big favor. And I just, I just, <laughs> why would you do that? And mom? I'm named after my great grandfather, which is what I was thinking you were going. <laughs> oh, because Lucas sounds like a guy name. It well, and it is now, right? It is now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, so anyway, so she says, when you get married, you can have Lucas for your middle name. And I'm like, what girl has Lucas for a middle name? Come on. Okay. Nice try mom. All right. Thank you. At least there's no confusion. So, um, so fast forward and I, I meet a handsome hunk and we get married and his, his name is Gibbs. I take his last name. So now I become Jennifer Lucas Gibbs. Now in the beginning, I didn't, I was fiercely independent, ridiculous. And I I apologize still to my parents for being so independent. I don't know. I just was when I was seven years old, they would hear weird sounds coming from my room upstairs. And so they came to check on me and I had this heavy world war II thick wooden furniture that as like a seven or eight year old, I was moving my furniture around my room because I required a change of environment (laughs) as a seven year old. And and I just, they should have Anyway, they should have yeah. seen it coming. I was too independent. Anyway. And you're living in military barracks. Yeah. 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 So, so well, combo, barracks but. for housing for families, but still the furniture yeah. is there. Yeah. And, and you know, it's heavy duty. Right. And they yeah. encourage back then for you to like, just bring your personal items, but not bring furniture with you per se. I do, yeah. Depending on your situation. So. Yeah. So, so there I was. And even when I was young, I, at first I didn't want to be called Jennifer. I wanted to be called Jenny. And then my mom's like, no, a Jenny is a baby animal. No one's calling my daughter an animal name. And I'm like, fine. So I was Jennifer. But when I, when I came back from Italy to go to American high school, I stayed with someone that insisted that their name was shortened and it was spelled a certain way. And so I'm like, I'm going to shorten my name. If I, I can't be Jenny because that wasn't allowed. Right. Because I thought it was a baby goat or something. I thought my mom said. Right. Yeah. And so, um, but I could be Jen. So I was Jen with two N's and I would make sure you spelled it right. And <laughs> and so I was Jen Gibbs for a long time uh-huh. until very recently. And there's two N's and two B's. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's visually pleasing. It, it is. And I would say that you probably had me tell you that. <laughs> I don't um, know. Or maybe yeah. I'm just visual. Yeah. So, so I turned 49 last year. And, uh, I'm in process of writing a book and my husband was like, Hey, um, what do you want to use for your author name? Are you going to put Jen Gibbs on your book? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I never thought of that. So I was kind of contemplating mm. that. And then we're, we're having breakfast in the kitchen and, and he's, he's like, so you're 49 now. Are you going to start lying about your age next year? And I'm like, heck no, I earned every year. Yeah, I yeah. earned every year and every inch. Cause I'm, I'm tall. Right. I'm not right. the tallest gal in the room, but, but no, you know, instead well, you're of taller than me, I'm five, I'm nine. A, okay. How tall are you? Yeah. I feel like you're taller than that. I'm five, nine and three quarters, but you so, always wear the heels too. I, oh, I do. And I do. And I have, well, that's part of owning. You see me in heels now because I used to wear it for years flats right. because I didn't want to be like taller than my husband. Well, I have pictures. a degenerative hip. And so I have to be careful how long I can wear the heels. Uh, I'm not comfortable, but when I'm on stage, I'm always wearing the fine. heels. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. It's fun to play with, but, but I was like, I'll, I'll own every year. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to be done with slouching or worrying about being too tall. I'm going to own every yeah, inch yeah. and I meant up and down. But then by saying that I'm like also around all the way around. Yes. And then, yes. so he said to me, why don't you own every letter of your name? Then? <gasps> Whoa. Oh, that's what I did. I was like, <laughs> what, what? Hold on. Let me inhale. And I'm like, okay, so I'm doing it. 
Love and it. I did. If you look back on my Facebook. No, I, I, now that you, you remember this, but I wasn't going to take it away from you to tell the listeners, but I remember and being like, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I officially changed my name on Facebook and I made a big thing. Like I'm changing mm-hmm. my name. Who wants to guess what it's going to be? And I went from Jen with two ends, which I had insisted for 30 plus years. Right. Right. Was my name. And then I became Jennifer. Well, in process of going through that, I'm like, well, what does Jennifer mean? Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and it means beautiful. <gasps> My mother had named what? me beautiful and I had insisted that people not call me beautiful for <gasps> decades. I forgot this part of it. Yes. yes. That was the mic drop moment in your post. It, it, and that, yeah, you're right. That is such a good story. And so I'm like, okay, so, but it gets so better. There's more. Events. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So, so I'm like, okay, my name is Jennifer. So don't call me pretty anymore. Don't call me Jen. <laughs> call me beautiful all the way. <laughs> so then I'm like, well, I wonder what does Lucas mean? Because it's really odd that I kept this weird middle name. I mean, it was my main name, but I'm like, okay. So I look it up and it means light. <gasps> what? Beautiful light. That's my name. That's my birthright. Yes. And then Gibbs means warrior. Our, our crest is three battle axes. So I literally am beautiful light warrior. What do you think I have to get paid now? No, seriously. The moment I was told I was at, I was at a speech that I was doing in the South and there was some women that were from Swahiland, mm-hmm. which is a whole area, not just one part of a country. Right. Mm-hmm. And I gave them my card and they were like, Oh, and they were talking in Swahili. And I was like, what, what's happening here? And they're like, you have a Swahili name. And I was like, Okay, wait, wait. Wow. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh no. Because this is, you know, this is the moment. My name in Swahili means bring it. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I that was is so awesome. So distracted Woo! by that for like three days. It was good <laughs> that it was after I spoke because I was like, guess what my name means? But isn't oh, that my goodness. this case full circle of this conversation? Yeah that even if your name doesn't have that kind of significance, right. Your soul does. It's true. Right. It's so true. you and I have this cool story, you know, I mean, my name for a long time was, you know, lead them on, <laughs> which, you know, makes me sound like a porn star. Right. Oh goodness. Um, and uh, lead mm-hmm. in Latin is a form of um, joy, possibly um, of the erotic nature. Um, mm-hmm. Zeus had a chick named Linda. You okay. know, oh, so right, I right. didn't fully identify with Lita Mon and the porn star. Okay, aspect but, of that. but you did, you did declare yourself hotness. Right. Just saying. Yeah, I did. And a little bit of risque there. Woo-hoo. But the thing is, you know, how we label ourselves and the power and the meaning we put in how we label ourselves and how we minimize ourselves by just being pretty when we could be beautiful yes. warriors of light, right? Yes. Beautiful light warrior or bringing it. Right. Yes. And owning that. And if you don't like the meaning of your name, guess what? You can give yourself a name like hotness. Mm-hmm. I mean, people started calling me hot and I was like, who am I to disagree? That's right. <laughs> I mean, and, and I would say on the topic of anyone who's listening to their name, if it doesn't have something that you necessarily resonate with for you, um, look, maybe in, there's something in your roots, maybe in a maybe, different language. It does ooh, connect. See, mm-hmm. look for where's the gift for you. Cause right. for me, it was really obvious. Maybe I just needed it spelled out, but mm-hmm. it took me, you know, 49 years to and figure that's it okay. out. And so, that's okay. So, so figure out what's special and unique in your thumbprint in the letters of who you are. Yeah. I love that. I love that. We could talk forever. I know. I know. You're so fun. Ah, so Jennifer, Lucas Gibbs, warrior, beautiful war, light warrior. I want to yes. call you, I evidently want to put warrior at the front. Thank you so much for being You're on so this episode of Share Your Hotness. Thank you for having me. The Share Your Hotness podcast is produced by Van Garrett Media. Lita Green is the host and creator of the podcast. Chris Van Garrett is the editor, producer, and music director. Shayla Dawn is our research coordinator. Join us next week for another episode of the Share Your Hotness podcast. Thanks for listening. This podcast produced by Van Garrett Media.